Hey everyone, welcome to week number three here on the Better Boyd podcast. I'm TJ Morrison and I'm joined by Courtney Gillette with Boyd County Tourism and Justin Pruitt with Boyd County Fiscal Court. How are y'all doing today? Great, thank you. <laughs> doing well, how's TJ? I'm doing well. Another week down, halfway through September. Uh, football's back, mm-hmm. so uh, that's pretty awesome. Been watching some some great local games uh, take place online, which we're going to talk about a little bit later with our right. guest uh, on the show today, which is going to be cool. Um, it's unreal that we're already here on uh, episode number three. It's kind of, uh, it's been been by quick. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it's... That's what I just mentioned before we got on air. It's just it's kind of crazy. Like, we've already recorded three of these things. So, I mean, it's it's been pretty fun so far. I've enjoyed it. It's rolling. It's yeah. exciting. <laughs> it is exciting. It's really cool, too, is our, our guest today actually reached out to us wanting to be on the podcast. Right. So, that happened a lot faster than we I think we thought it would. So, Absolutely. that's pretty cool. Uh, and that's actually kind of important. If you're listening to this podcast, uh, one of the things we want to do is put the guest on that you want to see. And we want to talk about topics that you want to hear. So if you have something that you think that would be an awesome topic for us to cover or a, a guest from the community that you would love to hear from or just hear more about or something you don't know about that you would like to see us cover, we would love to hear from you. Uh, our Facebook pages that I talk about every week, you know, we've got the Boyd County Tourism and Convention Bureau Facebook page. We've got the Boyd County Community and Economic Development page mm-hmm. and even the Boyd's Convention and Arts Center right. page. Uh, those are all three of our pages that we operate Feel free to reach out on those to us. Uh, and also, what we've finally added is a Gmail account. So, betterboydpodcast at gmail.com. Feel free to email uh, any topics, any things that we've talked about uh, or that you'd like to see on here or any questions or feedback in general. Uh, it's something that we really want to keep doing, and we would love to hear from you and see what you you think about uh, what, what would be a good topic to have on the show uh, it's also important to share the podcast and on the pl- it's on all platforms now. Mm-hmm. Apple, right. uh, Spotify being the two biggest. Um, so free, feel free to share this with your friends on your social media. Uh, the the reach is really important for the success yeah. of this podcast. Mm-hmm. We realized starting out that a lot of people listen on Apple and Spotify. Those are our two biggest platforms if you subscribe on apple every monday morning when you wake up the feed will be there the new episode will be live um get on there and give us a good review if you like what we're doing you know those five-star reviews help us with our coverage i know that we're pretty centric about boy county and talking about our area but you know we might have some stuff that people around here don't know about us and you know get on those podcast platforms and give us a good review and that's the way um we can keep doing this and keep spreading our coverage. So make sure to do that. Absolutely. And it takes everybody, uh, the people that are listening to it, that can really broaden our, our grasp and our reach Absolutely. as a county. Yeah. You know, we, we were talked about on the first episode how we are each are either in Bright or a graduate of Bright. And I think yeah. some of the, the listens and shares and stuff we're getting on these first three have been from Bright uh, alumni or That's Bright right. participants. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so shout out to the Bright program. But, uh, you know, that's just further reach for things that's going on in Boyd County. You know, if you got a person down in Pikeville listening to it and there's something that we bring up as a challenge or uh, an initiative that we're trying and they can help with, it just opens up that line of uh, communication. Right. So, you know, that's really what uh, we want to build this into is a – uh, community driven, and we understand that community isn't always just what's around us uh, here in Boy County, but as Appalachia as a whole, as a tri-state uh, 
region. Right. And also, if you, if you see this on Facebook, if you leave a review or you just want to send us an email or reach out to our Facebook page, we'd love to hear where you're listening from. We'd love to see where we're, we're reaching with this podcast and where we're putting our community on a platform that's and how far we're reaching out with that platform. Right. And we're at we're also at Better Boyd on Facebook, Better Boyd Podcast. So you can you can get the links directly from there if you don't have Apple Podcasts or whatever. It'll, it'll help you navigate. We know most people listen on their phone, so we're trying to keep it as easy as possible so you guys can listen on your way to work, away from home from work, wherever you're at. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, well, and one of the things that we're all involved in are events that happen in our community and uh, having a far reaching, uh, I guess, grasp or uh, I can't talk today, but yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a typical well, Monday here in the courthouse. Yeah, the lawnmower <laughs> yeah. that's in the background yeah. uh, is really playing with me. There but uh, it, it, having a large reach really plays into those events. And uh, this week is no different, and we've got some exciting stuff. Courtney, I'm going to let you talk about uh, that's coming down the pike. Yes, so I'm definitely excited for the holiday season coming up, and we're getting into some cooler weather, which is exciting. And we do have a few events planned for October, and I'm going to go ahead and release some of the dates to you guys here a little bit early. Um, So we have a drive-in movie series coming to the community center, and I'm going to go ahead and release the first few dates for that. It's going to be on Thursdays in October, so the first three dates are October 1st. 1st, October 15th, and October 29th. Um, Be sure to tune in next week. We'll have some more details as far as what movies we'll be showing. And then you'll also be able to find that information on um, our Facebook page, which is easy to find if you search BCTCB on Facebook. Um, And then there'll be some other um, platforms that that information's released on as well um, through local news and whatnot. But um, you can find the information here or on our Facebook page. That'll be the easiest way. I'm pretty pumped up about these movies. <laughs> yeah. So it's, we found a company that in Kentucky, they're called Fun Flicks of Kentucky. And basically what they do is they come to your town and they put on a movie and they, they it's like the old 50s drive-in. So FM transmitter, they're bringing like a 40-foot screen. Um, we'll be doing it in the parking lot at the convention center on the big side. So I think we can. I think it's set of forty foot screens, two hundred and fifty cars. So that's why we're doing multiple. We want everybody to have an opportunity to to come out and watch the movies. Um, and we'll have concessions. So if you are listening and you own a local food truck, or if you know someone that does that would be interested in setting up for one of the dates, reach out and let us know. Um, we'd love to have any local, you know, food truck come out and be there at the event. Absolutely. I think this is a a great opportunity to, again, be creative with the events that we're offering to our community. And actually, even offering anything in the time of COVID has been a challenge. So anything like this that can can really get families out of their homes and let them, you know, actually experience something is a is a huge, huge thing to offer. And I think it's great Uh, that actually, you know, these kids aren't able to go to school. Mm -hmm. They're having to do everything online. Uh, and actually, on that note, uh, we have a cool thing that we are, I guess, offering now. Um, by the time that the podcast launches, it'll be announced. Yeah. So I'll let you go on and talk about that a little bit, Justin. Yeah, so most people know, like, all of our kids are in school virtual, they're home. Um, a lot of our county kids, you know, live out in the Rush area, South Boy County, and 
internet's not great, just to be honest. So something that we've done at the convention center is we have installed access points all around our parking lot at the center. So Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m., they'll have free Wi-Fi access for the kids to come and hang out in the parking lot and do their homework. Um, We just wanted to do something for the kids. We have a big patio out back. We're going to have some picnic tables set up. If the weather's nice, you feel like getting out, sitting at a picnic table, doing some work on your Chromebook or whatever they've given out. Like We want to provide that opportunity for the kids. It is live. So we've already had some kids hopefully using it. We just we've been put it on our Facebook pages. It's everywhere on online. So we want we want the kids to use it. And it was something that we come together and we were able to uh you know spend a little bit extra money on some upgrades and we've got four access points right now and we're gonna be adding a fifth one later and because uh, I think I know Boy County's on virtual tool for the first nine weeks so they won't be going back to in class till November and we know that can be tough you know it's mm-hmm. been tough for everybody so we're excited about it I'm happy that we were able to, to get that done and we hope that kids from Boyd County and if people from Ashland or anywhere need to use it like it'll be there you just log into your computer go to the wi-fi and it says Boyd County students it's free it's open you just you know click and go and you're, awesome. you're good to go so that's something we've done and we're we're real happy about doing that, and we hope that it helps all these different families. Absolutely, and we're going to, if we haven't already got them out there, we're in the process of also making some small adjustments and upgrades. We're going to put some picnic tables yes. out there and maybe even some shade uh, shades out there to where Absolutely. the kids can not feel like they have to stay cramped up in their car. We yeah. know that even if they, if they have to use that service, it's not the most convenient thing to be in your car, so we want to be able to provide a way for them to get out of their mm-hmm. car and at least, you know, social distance, of course, but at least have um, you know a nice outdoor area where they can use their their laptops and work on their schoolwork and that one less thing for parents to have to worry about. Right. So right. it's it's going to be great. I'm I'm very thankful we were able to be in this position to do that for the kids. Absolutely. Well, and it's it's a point of pride, mm-hmm. I think, too, Absolutely. for our community that we have uh, we rally around these kids and the, this you know we understand right now the the circumstance that these kids are going through and even our school systems and our teachers. A lot of it's out of their hands. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's been pushed down from the state, and not a lot of their ideas and their conversations have been heard. Uh, so they're dealing with a tough situation. So we want to we want to be able to rally around as a community and show pride, and at least uh, at least offer some things for these kids uh, and an avenue to do their work if they're in a in a situation where they wouldn't normally have that. Right. You know? Yeah. So in October they can. They can show up on Thursday and do their homework, and then Saturday they can come, or, or I'm sorry, on Wednesday do their homework, and on Thursday come watch a movie. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're hoping to just, there's been a lot of community involvement, different people, different groups trying to do things for these kids. We're just trying to do our part as well. So, that's awesome. Another point of pride, uh, I think that we have been talking about for a while, but it's finally starting to come to fruition, is uh, maybe some, for a lack of a better term, some swag. <laughs> Uh, that's coming out of the tourism office. You know, anywhere, one of the things that we noticed uh, and we've talked about off-air off is when we go to these communities uh, with Bright and conferences and other areas, you know, we see that there's a lot of T-shirts and a lot of stickers and a lot of hats, you know, and it's a great way to show pride in your region and where you're from. 
uh, and represent, you know, your community uh, wherever you're at, abroad, at the beach, at the around the house, or, or around the community, or around right. the state, doesn't matter. So, Courtney, talk a little bit about some of the stuff that's maybe already out there and some stuff that's on its way. Yeah, so um, we already have some stickers and magnets out, and you guys might um, have seen some of those out at a few local stores around town between, you know, downtown Ashland, Cannonsburg, Summit. Um, the stickers are awesome. Actually, what was exciting is Elijah, who is one of our um, mm-hmm. bright members. Yes, I saw that. Yeah, he actually had mm-hmm. it on his Yeti cup, and that was so cool. That was the yeah. first time that I'd seen someone that's yeah. actually not from our area that was uh, repping the sticker. So that was really cool. But um, we have some hats and shirts on the way, and um, you know, they're going to be unique. They're cool. I want it to be something that everyone's proud to rep and, you know, represent their area of Boy County. So I'm excited to um, get those out and into the public. And yeah, um, something else that we're looking at is doing a giveaway through the podcast. So uh, if you tune in, then you might be one of the lucky listeners to win some of the swag that we have coming on the way. But anything that you purchase once it's out and available, um, you know, we will have giveaways. But anything that you purchased, that money goes back to um, the events that we bring to you guys and things that we're doing in the community, like the drive-in series. That's going to be free for everyone to attend. Um, So... Excited to get that out. Just be on the look for it. Awesome, yeah, and it's and I would say too that one of those uh, one of the things that's cool about this platform is there's potentially people listening across the country that used to live here and they want to keep up with what's going on in mm-hmm. our community. And you know, we've talked off air a little bit about with the conversation we're going to have with our guests today about how these broadcasts for local sporting events, how that's making a huge reach to other states where grandparents or other families live uh, or alumni of the school systems around here. So if you are one of those people and you, you hear about this swag and there's uh you, you know you can't go to a local gas station and pick it up, feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to, to send some stuff out to you to rep wherever you're at. Uh, we want to make you know Boy County known uh, on a national scale. Uh, and it's only going to do that if we have support from everybody that uh, is listening and everybody that has the same mindset. So please reach out if that's something that, that interests you, and uh, we'd be happy to help you out. And uh, kind of on that note, uh, we mentioned the the school games, mm-hmm. and the, there was a huge weekend in local sports and a time of COVID. So our guest today is Steve Likens, the CEO of My Town TV. Steve, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me. So everybody, uh, I would say, has probably had at least a little bit of familiarity with My Town, or at least seen a Facebook post of shared, uh, like we were talking about before the the uh, broadcast here, but. Tell us a little bit about uh, how My Town TV came to be, maybe a little bit about what it does, uh, and just how your involvement with it uh, came to be. Right. So probably five years ago, um, I I was um, trying to expand uh, community involvement in Louisa, Kentucky, and in Lawrence County. And um, we have a uh, family-owned, independent uh communications company that provides uh, phone, internet, and cable to subscribers in Louisa, Kentucky, and Pritchard, West Virginia, primarily the, the, the bigger cities that, that reside in Lawrence <laughs> County and, and Wayne County, of course. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, I, I wanted to do more for the community. Uh, 
over the years, um, there was a local radio station there that uh, kind of went national, and they didn't really cover any local uh, events in Lawrence County. So uh, I found Jeremy Sutherland. Uh, he 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 come from radio over to video, and we had a lot of conversations on. Uh, what the community meant to us, and and he was a perfect um, person to to fill that seat. Shucks, I'll turn this down. So um, he was a perfect person to fill that seat, and and really um, really bring community together. And we started that with uh, the intent on doing a lot of variety shows. And uh, quickly moved into high school sports. Uh, we that was a that was a undocumented uh, scene uh, at the at the moment uh, as far as video is concerned. And and uh, radio stations uh, have primarily been the ones who um, cover sport high school sports and the the technology has has allowed us to you know start streaming video so and and with the internet and and the technology that we have it makes it easier uh to stream video now and we just jumped on it you know and from there we have uh probably about 20 people part-time and and full-time people that that Come up, set up at high school games, uh, have a full broadcast with a producer and some, you know, a color commentator and a commentator, and and there's some talented folks, and we really, really, really have uh, put our mark on this community after this weekend. Uh, Friday, uh, we had three. Um, live streaming games, and that takes a total of. Uh, three, six, nine, probably about 15 to 20 people pre, during, and post to set up, you know, stream the game, comment, tear down, and then even on top of that, go back and do a story based on the results of games or interviews and so forth. So uh, Ben Spicer, uh, he, uh, he's been amazing on setting up games and trying to um, uh, you know get with schools and, and communicate the schedules it's a it's a big task we do that back in the summer so um, just a little note to people that that we have a lot of folks reach out to us about broadcasting sports games um, I will we're we're a we're a profit company okay we work for nonprofit. Or we 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 you know we partner with nonprofit you know schools, so but we're for profit, and the way that we get this done is primarily by advertising, and we have to be really choosy right now on on what games that we're going to 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 broadcast, and because broadcasters or, or because of advertisers want their products seen. So, you know, right now we're primarily focused on football, basketball, girls and boys. So there's a lot of sports out there that uh, that people want us to carry, and that'll come in time. But right now at this time, 
there's such a demand for um, carrying football, of course, and and basketball rolls around. We'll do girls and boys. So uh, there, COVID had really uh, changed a lot of things, uh, as with everybody. Uh, fortunately, uh, for the for my town TV. Um, there was a few schools that reached out to us and said, hey, we need a solution. And we tried to provide that. We didn't get all the schools just because of resources and time and, and schedules wouldn't allow it. Because we, we do these schedules back in spring, right, for fall sports. And it takes a lot of manpower and, and, and resources to, uh, to broadcast these games. And I'm telling you, the folks, the team we have in place now, we love it. Thanks to the broadcaster, thanks to the schools, thanks to our team, uh, the viewers, you guys. Uh, you know, we've had a lot of conversations, TJ, about what we're doing out in the community. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, that's that. Well, I think uh, you kind of touched on it there about uh, COVID-19. Yeah. You know, we really kind of were in limbo at some point over the summer if, if fall sports were even going to yeah. happen. Yeah. And when it became known that they, they may happen, uh, spectators were out of the, or yeah. were out of the question. And one of the things that, uh, I had talked to you about was, a you know, that you all were going to still try to, to stream some of these games and how it was going to be even more important than in years past. And I think this weekend was a huge uh, example of that with uh, live streams of the games getting over 1,000 people uh, almost each game, some more than that. But total together was, and it's still climbing, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but over 30,000 people have viewed sporting events in our region because of your all's platform. Yeah, that's exciting. That is so exciting. Uh, It was... Uh, over the weekend, our text strings are, you know, our group text strings are just exploding. I, mean, I can't even keep up with all the text text that we do now. So, yeah. so my team, it's funny they'll uh, they'll know when I drop out because that little silence thing comes across my name, and I'm just like, I'm just there's too much going on. I, you know, I got to sit back and prioritize. So, um, we have. Um, Okay, so moving in before COVID, uh, if we didn't have sports, our company, you know, or it, it changes dramatically. I mean, and and Jeremy Sutherland, uh, who is a uh, a co-owner, co-founder, and partner with My Town TV, uh, during that shutdown, he and his wife Ashley uh, basically did a lot of Zoom. Um, meetings and and Zoom interviews. I'm sorry, and had some limited uh, people come in, and they just want to keep the community connected. That's what Jeremy does. He is really, really excited and happy to connect people. It's in our mission statement to connect people and connect communities. And you know, high school sports is part of that, but uh, there's a lot of things that uh, we we have in the works of just documentaries, programs, different things. Once we get through these sports seasons into the summer, we'll start working on a lot of that. So, um, and then, uh, Chris Pollum, 
uh, he he is a huge Mytown advocate and um, a sportscaster for for us. He uh, he does a lot of research on our numbers. He has uh, you know cross section, mm-hmm. uh, the show cross section, and uh, Chris and the team, Mike and and uh, those guys are are on it. You know they're always right. covering uh, local local sports. Um, and they have fun doing it. So uh, he, Chris, has been really uh, uh, a pivotal role in our company, and 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 doing uh, interviews and and cross section and and sportscasting, and and he loves it, especially the Tomcats. Now, I mean, we 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 signed with the Tomcats, and unfortunately, uh, you know, they've they're calling two games off because of COVID. So. Uh, we'll have to deal with that. I, I realize that we'll have to go, to deal with it. And uh, when they when they get uh, their their periods of help me out here um, quarantine quarantine periods in, you know, uh, we'll hopefully uh, broadcast the Tomcats game. That's that's been excited. But uh, but you know, there's other schools, uh, Raceland, uh, Ironton, Boyd County. I can't speak enough about Boyd County. They uh, they were our flagship, and uh, we love that administration. They they come with they come with open arms, and uh, I don't want to knock any other schools, but they were there from the start, and I can't appreciate them enough. Uh, they uh, you know that's where we got our start, and and we we value that value that greatly boyd county so well we're a little biased there all three yeah, of us, yeah, all I'm three sure. of us including uh, judge cheney uh <laughs> we're actually boyd county grads so uh, and it was actually it was awesome you know driving by you can't really see where they've been working on the new uh the new stadium it is beautiful and actually i got to see the new stadium from your hall's broadcast yeah, that was the first yeah. time i got to see it and it well, was it was beautiful yeah yeah it is amazing and listen uh, we just had a soccer game there. My son plays on Ashland, and we played Boyd County. And let me tell you something: that light show they do when the uh, when they score is a total punch in the face to the visitors. <laughs> I mean, it's just like the light show's going on. You know, it's kind of like the cannons at the you know at the games, and I'm sitting there right. thinking, turn that light show off. You know, or, but uh, they have they have a really good soccer team. Boyd County does a tough kids. Right. Well, really actually, good. that was the game I got to see the state. Yeah. for the first time yeah. was the soccer game and uh and you got to see the light show and, and that's what's kind of cool is I, you know with what's going on wouldn't have seen it no uh, no and and uh it's it's uh it's amazing i i i'm excited uh for our company i'm excited i'm an entrepreneur by heart i mean that's what i do i love developing and growing businesses and my town TV has always been just a, uh, uh, it's just been a fun project. It truly has just been enjoyable and just to, to meet the people, uh, you know, we've crossed paths because of mm-hmm. it. And, and I, I, I love this right here. I love networking with people and, and, and growing my town is, is high on my priority list. Well, we're beyond thankful to have you in our community. Thank we've you. talked before about a lot of the things that never would have happened. Uh, or we wouldn't even fathom them happening in our community yeah. without my town. So tell us a little bit about how how you came to call Ashland home. Uh, you said you were from Lawrence County. How did what what was the decision to move my town to Ashland? Uh, 
Okay, so uh, just to just to recap a little bit, um, my town was based on the on uh, least access. Are you familiar with least access and how it works with cable TV? Uh, not really. Okay, so the FCC set up uh, a program that uh, cable companies are required to carry at least so many hours of of least access so that basically people in the community can lease a channel or lease time and space on your cable system okay to basically uh, access your subscriber base okay this is before social media so uh, before social media you realize that people didn't really have a means to to really have a voice in the community and least access tried to uh, tried to cover that. So uh, this is five, six years ago where uh, social media is just redefines itself every day. Uh, it truly does. And, and people find new ways to, to use it. And, 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 but five or six years ago, I initially started my town TV based on one channel on a lineup in Lawrence County and and some areas of Wayne County, Pritchard and Louisa. So, uh, we we had a small audience there, and and we had a uh, it was a basically it was just a trial. I mean, we we imagined my town TV being bigger. We just didn't know how we were going to do it. We initially started with a our own platform. And we were going to do a subscription base, and we kind of changed gears and decided to go Facebook and social media only. So we're on our on our primary format. We're on Facebook, okay, and then uh, YouTube, and now we were broadcasting on Twitter Friday. So uh, we're we're expanding that, and then um, so so my town was just basically invented for necessity, right? I mean, it was mm-hmm. truly a necessity to, to try to um, uh, bring a community together through a low, least access channel. And, um, and then we realized that we wanted a bigger audience. And Ashland was in the works very early on. We, we had these conversations, and I can remember the meeting that we were at when uh, Jeremy and Andy... And myself and uh, some previous partners were talking, and they said, "Let's go to Ashland. We're ready. Let's do it." And they're all looking at me, and they're like, "I'm like, okay, you know." <laughs> so the next thing you know, we're ripping out walls beside the uh, or downtown Ashland and and building the studio, and we haven't looked back since. It's it's been uh, an amazing ride, and we just keep on uh, inventing new ways to. Uh, to bring communities together and, and high school sports has been a, a huge uh, way to do that. And it's been a huge success. And, and after Friday, it really, really uh, solidified what we're trying to do. It just, it just reinforced uh, our, our passion and, and, and our abilities and, and the team is amazing. I, I can't talk about enough, you know, talk about them enough. So uh, yeah, that's how it started. That's how we come to Ashland, and then, uh, and then I had myself personally. I still remained in Louisa, and just decided 
uh, just a few months ago that we're moving to Ashland. So there we, here we are. And, and, uh, we're going to be, uh, growing our, 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 uh, our company. My town TV is something that, uh, we in, kind of invented, right. And right. We, we just, it, it, it's hard. It's hard because we didn't have anything to compare it to, um, we had some similar uh, industries to compare it to, but but not what we were doing. So we've had a lot of trial and error, um, a lot of hiccups, a lot of roadblocks, and we've just persevered and found ways to uh, to to get what we need done. Well, welcome to Boyd County. First off, uh, we're thanks. happy to have you thanks. as a resident. Um, you know the sports thing. At first, I kind of was like, well, you know. You're only going to get so many people because you're going to have so many people at the game. And then COVID happened, and then this weekend happened. And I think it completely changed uh, the scope of your yeah. company. And I think going forward, even when we get back to normal, however far down the road that is, I think there's always going to be those people that can, that will want yeah. to stay yeah. home and stream. You know, what's cool is, you know, we actually met uh, smoking a cigar at, yeah. at Fat Ash Cigar yeah. Lounge. And what this does now, and it's not just a fat ash, but it could be to Smoking Jays or to Callahan's or wherever. Now these uh, institutions can put a local high school football game on the TV. Yes, they can for folks sitting around uh, eating wings and yeah. enjoying you know other games and, and other that kind of environment. And that never ha- That was never a thing no. before. So so let me add to that. Uh, We've approached some school systems, and their fear is declining ticket sales. Uh, I, I, I always mention the elephant in the room. You know, I, I can't help it. It's just my. It's in my nature, and I just want to say this: um, there's been there's less people coming to games. Uh, truly, that uh, you know, there's a lot of competing factors than going to games people got movies they got tv they have you know streaming it's it's our landscape have changed since traditional high school sports probably in the 80s huge crowds you know band playing and and that's changed it truly has and and i want to just bring it out there it it uh so so I want to I want to just address this. The fears of schools uh, saying that uh, declining ticket sales is their fear of streaming live sports. I I I, I softly say that I disagree with that because uh, people who are going to go to games right now are going to go. They're going to go. They're going to buy a ticket. Pre COVID, post COVID. Okay. Right. They're going to buy tickets. They're going to support their kids. They want to see them there. And, you know, students, your traditional people are going to come anyway. It's those people that schools need to understand and and think that they need to reach that weren't going to come to games anyway. Grandmas, grandpas, uh, just, just people, uh, alumni. Some of those folks are not going to come. And, and a lot of them live in different communities. And here's the greatest success story that I have for uh, for this scenario. Okay, uh, Greg Kaiser is a uh, is a 
is the CEO up at uh, Three Rivers Healthcare or Three Rivers uh, Hospital in in Louisa. Okay, uh, when we first started doing sports for Lawrence County, we had to do it on a uh, on a delay. Okay, because they didn't want live sports, and 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 it's understandable. I, that's the whole thing where we went back to say they you know they feared of ticket sales, and that's a, that's a good valid concern and 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 I respect them for it. I I'm I'm not don't think I'm talking about Lawrence County because I'm not. I'm I respect them. I respect their decisions that they made. But we did do it uh uh on a delay. We'd play it the next day on Facebook. And Greg Greg called me up and he said, Steve, my mom and dad live in Virginia and they get to see Grant play, my son. And 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 you know, he says, Thank you for that. I appreciate that. And I get chills because that's that's just one of many stories that we hear of grandparents, alumni. I mean, these people on, from Phoenix, California, uh, they're far away, and they're you know they're they're commenting on our sections. Thank you for doing this. So, you know, I would have never been able to see it, and and that validates chill. That's that validates the the kids playing sports, the young men and women that play sports. Uh, you know, that opens their world. Recruiters, uh, uh, alumni, people that wouldn't get to see them play, uh, they can now, you know. And, and we're living in a different uh, uh, mindset right now with COVID. And people are looking for ways, uh, they're using communications, telecommunications to, to view, to have meetings. Uh, it's, it's, it, we're doing it different. So, um, I think, unfortunately, and I say unfortunately, it's been a benefit to the to my town in 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 this COVID world because a lot of times that's uh, the only option that people have to view because of limited ticket sales now. So, uh, and we give back to the schools. We do this. We do scholarships. We do. Uh, uh, we support boosters. Uh, you know, some some scenarios we pay schools, and and it's 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 all across the board. And um, we do the best deals we can uh, for viewership, for ad sales, and it all has to tie in together. So I don't want to reveal too much of our business plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you talk about you know putting the kids on a platform. Yeah, the perfect example was right before COVID broke out. Um, your all's broadcast of Ashland making a game-winning shot yeah. made it to the top ten on SportsCenter. And yes. without your broadcast, those kids never would have been able to experience that. Uh, we had uh, so many people reach out. Can we use your footage? Can we use your footage? Yes, yes. We were we were loving it. I mean, it was, and we loved it for them. Uh, it had been made ESPN, right? And right. and then and then there's a whole plethora of people who. Took out our watermark and and, and <laughs> yeah. re redubbed it as their own, you know, which is fine. It's going to happen, but that was because of the relationships that we've made and um, and the schools being really um, proactive on on sports and athletics and how they're going to get viewers to watch these these kids they're amazing they're they're so talented uh they are they're amazing kids and and they work hard and they need they need this praise 100 percent. absolutely well 
What, uh, as we wrap it up here, you know, sports is obviously the thing that's at the top of uh, the list for My Town TV. Is there any plans for other ventures or anything that you'd like to talk about? I would say in the near future, we will have um, a food uh, review, uh, no doubt. It's something that we keep talking about, something that we keep doing, and I think it'll fall right in line with what Boyd County's trying to do. and and. Uh, you know, elevating that that scene, uh, food and and culture, and and trying to bring people into our community, I, and I think that would uh, that would go parallel with what you're all trying to do here at Boyd County. And uh, kudos to you guys. I mean, it's it's exciting to have local government uh, being very proactive and trying to. Uh, bring people in because I'm, I understand that uh, my business uh, is a huge, um, uh, it, it, it depends on your all success. It truly does. And uh, people, people are always saying, Oh, government, private business, they have nothing to do with each other. They have everything to do with each other. What you all do on a community level and, and a, on a county level uh, will benefit companies greatly. And, uh, we need to be ready for that. Uh, companies like us, we need to embrace what you're trying to do, and we need to be ready for uh, an influx of people, and, and hopefully we get them. And, you know, you've guys got some things on the uh, on the agenda coming, and, and like it or hate it, uh, you're thinking of prosperity in Boyd County. And uh, we need to, as a community, embrace that and and do everything we can to uh, to prosper and uh, I'm a huge capitalist. I mean, one hundred percent. You're not. <laughs> I, I, when someone says, "What's your politics?" I'm like, I'm a capitalist. So right. I believe in it wholeheartedly. And that yeah, might rub some people wrong, but that's the way it is. You know, I, I love what I do. I love the the networking and the team approach to everything we do. I'm. Um, so, so I've, I've probably rambled on that more than you planned. So, no, you, so. you've been great, Steve, and uh, appreciate the kind words. And also, I look forward to with our platforms that we we've decided to adopt here through our business profiles and other media content and your all's content. I see that it's just a matter of time before we we find a partnership yeah. down the road. Yeah, and uh, really looking forward to that. And really appreciate you taking the time uh, out of your day to come here right. and talk to us. Uh, So we're going to wrap up the show today, and folks, we really appreciate you listening. As always, remember to send us a a comment or a a message on Facebook if a topic or a guest that you'd like to see on the show. Uh, We have an email address now. Justin, what's our email address? It's betterboydpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Apple now. We're on Spotify. We're everywhere now. Um, please subscribe. And on Apple, give us a five-star review if you like what you're hearing. That helps us. It helps promote the show. It helps bring the uh, podcast top of mind when you're searching for new podcasts. Absolutely. And as always, share this podcast uh, with as many people as you can. If you if we don't have people listening, we can't continue to do this show. So please do that. Uh, maybe, so this is very strategic having me on. Because uh, you know maybe. I'm going to share it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Down TV, so. Right. Maybe, maybe, maybe a little bit, Steve. Maybe you're on to our plan here (laughs) but uh, as always we are working together for a better tomorrow right here in Boyd County